Hi, and welcome to episode number nine of the Four Seasons Podcast. My name is Mike Oliver. And I'm Rachel Oliver. And yeah, we're just plugging right along. I have to keep asking you what episode number we're on. Yes, we're on nine. We are on number nine. Already. Things are moving along. We're having a lot of fun. How was your day today? It was good. Good. Just kind of relaxed. Yeah. Enjoyed it. Yeah. I've been picking up a lot, so. Yeah, the house looks great. Thank Very you. festive. Thank you. Excited for the holidays. Yep. So I've just been sitting down, enjoying myself today. That's about it. How was work today? It was, uh, work. No fun stories today? Uh, no. I didn't tell anybody to have a nice rest of their life, so. Oh, okay. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's great. That's always a plus. Yeah. Um, so, what do you say we go ahead and get into it? Yeah. Okay, so to start this episode's funness, I'm going to be reading a listener email. So this was from Win Wednesday on Facebook and Instagram. I posted about a Win Wednesday, what a win was for the listeners, big or small. So this is from a listener. It says, first time, long time. I had a big win this week. The love of my life decided she wanted to take my last name after we were married. Tuesday, she completed the last painstaking step at the DMV and finalized the transition. It's official. She now bears my last name. Congratulations to that. Question for Rachel. How was this experience for you? Was it a tough task to accomplish? Was taking Oliver on as a last name difficult for you? Sincerely, a very dedicated listener and fan. Taking the last name Oliver was not super hard. It was a little hard because I am the last girl on in my family. <laughs> so... Yep, your parents didn't have any boys. No, and my dad was the only boy, unfortunately. But, so that that part was hard because there's no one else with... The last name. Sorry, I killed off your <laughs> the last of your family's name. It's okay. But other than that, it wasn't super hard. It kind of felt natural in a weird way to take on Oliver. But I appreciate you doing it. Yeah. Yeah. It was uh it's really cool for me. I bet it was. But other than that, that's you know, nothing too painstaking but i do appreciate the the question we appreciate the question yeah the comment congratulations on your wedding yes and, uh congratulations on finding somebody to put up with you just like <laughs> i did it's always the best part yeah okay. um so if you or anybody else out there you listener that specifically sent in or any other listener has anything they would like to send to us and maybe have us read on the show, you can send us an email at the four seasons pod at gmail.com. And uh, we love to read your questions and see them, so please keep sending them in. Yeah. Uh, let's move on. Okay, so moving into trivia. And uh, we do have two. Um, fix something from our last week's trivia. 
Uh, we both actually missed two teams. We did. We got some responses. Yes. And let us know that we made a little oopsie. Uh, so we did left, leave off. There were two more teams whose names don't end in the letter S. Yep. And uh, that would be the Washington football team. Correct. Who recently changed their name, so I'm going to give us a pass on that one. Yeah. And the Seattle Kraken, who literally just became an NHL team. Okay. So I'm going to give us a pass on that one, too. Okay. That sounds great, because they're not in our brains yet. No. But they but, will be. And we do, we do appreciate people pointing that out, letting yes. us uh, amend those mistakes. Yes. And if you do notice those mistakes, you can, once again, send us an email. At the four seasons pod at gmail.com. Yeah. So, like I said before, if we, if we mess up or if there's something you want to come on, or if you're a four foot eight Olympic gymnast, <laughs> Simone Biles, <laughs> hit us up at the four seasons pod at gmail.com. Rachel, play the cut music. Nope. Wait. Actually, don't hit the cut music now <laughs> because we haven't even done the trivia set we were going to do. So, Rachel. <laughs> Say the trivia question. First off, I was wondering where we were going. But anyways. I started thinking about Simone Biles and I just okay. got lost. Thanks. Um, so tonight's I'm just trivia. a fan. As, as are you. Yes. Somebody told us we're getting a little bit weird about it. But I don't think it's weird to be a diehard fan. No. And the simplest way for this to stop being talked about every episode is for Simone Biles to come on the show. Uh, anyway, please, what's the trivia question? Right. How many NBA championships did Michael Jordan win with the Bulls? Oh, easy peasy, but we'll save it for later in the okay. episode. Now for real, play the cut music, please. <laughs> Okay, so moving right along, do you have any little nuggets for us this week? I do, actually. Okay. So, in the NFL this weekend, the Buffalo Bills played the Jacksonville Jaguars. Okay, yep. And Josh Allen got sacked by Josh Allen. Oh. Yeah. Okay, little time portal there. Time portal? Not time portal, but, you know, never mind. Okay. So, <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking. Anyway, according to NFL research, it is the first time in NFL history a player has been sacked by another player with their same name. Okay. Now, this kind of gets me into, I don't know if we had Scorigami earlier. Maybe this mm-hmm. is Namagami. Maybe. I don't know. Last week, when the Dallas Cowboys beat the Minnesota Vikings, they mm-hmm. had their backup quarterback in. Cooper Rush. Okay. He threw a touchdown pass to Amari Cooper. That was the first time in NFL history that a quarterback with the first name threw to a receiver that had a last name that was the same as his first name. Okay. And that's not all. (laughs) Last year for the Dallas Cowboys, when Dak Prescott went down with an injury, Mm -hmm. they had their backup last year. Andy Dalton in. And Andy Dalton threw a touchdown pass to Dalton Schultz. Hmm. And you can get where I'm going with this one, but it was the first time in NFL history a quarterback with a last name threw to a receiver that had the same first first name. name. And that's all I've got there. Okay, no, that's interesting though. That's fun. 
Yeah. That's a nice I little. I don't know if it's actually called Namagami, but we'll we'll call it Namagami. We will call it Namagami. And that's your Namagami. <laughs> I like those little nuggets. Thank you. They're very nice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Okay. All right, we're going to move on into this episode's Fab Five. I really liked your Facebook post today. Thank you. I thought it was very fun. It was a little fun. fun. With that. It's one of my <laughs> most favorite office quotes of all time. Yes. Um, and so that leads into oh, first of all, what we should say is we've already told you twice that you need to email us, but you know what else you need to do? You need to follow us on Instagram. Yep. At the Four Seasons Podcast. Or on Facebook. At the Four Seasons Podcast. Or on Twitter. The Four Seasons Pod C. But we came up with our top five mm-hmm. favorite superstitions. Yep. And I do believe last episode I went first. Mm-hmm. So how would you like to go first this time? I can go first this time. All right. So I did. So on Facebook I did put team superstitions. But let me just clarify that that's very hard to do team. Yeah. So I'm gonna say personal. Yeah. We I think we did a we've been. I've been saying this about every talk, but, but we did a lot of research. Yeah. And it was very hard to find. It was There's a difference, I think, between a superstition mm-hmm. and a tradition. Or rituals. Or Same ritual. Thing. There's a lot of team traditions, a lot of team rituals, but superstitions are more... I guess individualized. Yeah. So, that being said, I would love to hear your five superstitions. Yeah. So coming in at number five is John Henderson from the NFL, who loves getting slapped across the face on game day. <laughs> I just, who doesn't? I just have to put that on there because it's not every day that you want. Well, according to John Henderson, he just, does just want, just on Sundays, just on Sundays, but or, or Thursday night, or Monday night, or Sunday night. Or Saturday sometimes during the holidays. <laughs> you know. But definitely not Tuesday or no. Wednesday. Or Friday. It's just not normal, I'd say. So I would agree. why he's on my number five. So number four is Jason Terry in the NBA. He would wear shorts of his opponents the night before games. I came across this. I find it incredible. Of course, he kind of, he's an NBA player, so he's rich. So he's kind of got that. Fu money, as mm-hmm. they like to call it. Uh, so he has a pair of NBA sh- shorts for every NBA team. Yeah, that's just yeah, crazy. So, I mean, I love to wear basketball shorts to bed too. <laughs> but yes. I, I think I have two pairs. Yes. So Gorin, Gorian, and I'm sorry, gonna butcher this a lot. Ivan Schwerks, Ivan Shaverk. He is a tennis player. He would repeat the events of a day. If he won a match during the tournament, I'm going to repeat that again. He would repeat the events of a day if he won a match. I, you know. So like, so if he gets up and he decides I'm going to have leftover cheeseburger for breakfast, yeah. And then he walks a certain way to the court and then he wins that match. Then he's going to go out that night, buy a cheeseburger, leave it in the fridge eat it the next morning, and then walk the same way. Exactly. I just think that's kind of understandable, but a little weird. I mean, it kind of makes sense, you know? Have a routine. Yeah. 
routines they say is key to success. Exactly. I don't know actually who says that, but it sounds smart. <laughs> you said it. it. Does sound very smart. <laughs> You're so sweet. <laughs> so number two is Larry Walker from the MLB. Our boy. Our boy. Hall of Famer. Yep. So. <laughs> you. <love it. laughs> so if people did not know, he wore the number thirty-three. His whole career. His whole career. So. His superstition is threes. Like we just said, he would he had 33 the entire career. He asked the phone company for as many threes in his phone number as possible. He woke up at 33 past the hour, and he got married on November 3rd at 3.33 p.m. The only thing that would have made that better is if he got married on March 3rd. Yes. 2003. Just kidding. Well, <laughs> well maybe. Yeah. And then my number one pick, which I think is just the craziest to me and why he's at number one, is Les Miles, the LSU coach. He eats turf during games. So that surprises me because during his LSU coaching career, they would call him the Mad Hatter because he would always have like a bright white LSU hat, the same, you know, like it was like a new hat every game. Yeah. And that wasn't the 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 superstition yeah eating the turf was yeah (laughs) but he has a quote to go with it oh boy okay which is a little odd as well but it says i have a little tradition that humbles me as a man that lets me know that i am a part of the field and the game again just being there i would feel okay but no he has to eat the turf yeah. <laughs> Fun fact, did you know Les Miles was on the Colorado Buffaloes coaching staff when they were 1990 NCAA champions? No, I did not know that. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Just throw that in Well, there. yeah. Little CU Buff history. Yeah. Okay. Now I want to hear your Fat Five superstitions. All right. I am uh, very excited to share this. Um, I wanted to start by reading the definition of superstition. Oh, you're getting all fancy. Okay. Yeah, I looked it up. (laughs) I kind of addressed it at the top, but there is a difference, I feel, between superstition and tradition. So, the definition of superstition is a widely held but unjustified belief in supernatural causation leading to certain consequences of an action or event or a practice based on such a belief. Okay. Makes sense. Yeah, I in, I don't know if that helps really? clarify my list or not, yeah. but but and I also found some pretty disgusting superstitions. So did I, and I just kept going. <laughs> I went ahead and put them on my list. Oh, okay. Because I enjoyed reading about them. Uh, number five, not so bad. Wade Box allegedly ate a whole chicken before every game. Uh, Wade, to him. Wade Boggs spent a lot of time with the Red Sox. He spent some time with the Yankees, and he also kind of spent the twilight of his career with the Tampa Bay. De- they were the Devil Rays at the time okay. when they were expansion team. Um, he's a Hall of Famer. But he was quoted as saying, It started in 1977. I had a minor league budget and a growing family to feed. Chicken was a cheap, and I really felt better eating lighter food than a lot of heavy meat and gravy. Then I noticed my batting average going up ever since I've been a chicketarian. (laughs) 
Probably because of the grease of the chicken. No, maybe. <laughs> uh, side note, he was also... He was also believed to have once drank 64 beers on a cross-country flight. Oh. Although he did tell actor Charlie Day that it was actually 107. Well, still kudos to that, I guess. Yeah. A whole chicken doesn't seem like that much when you're drinking 64 beers. No. But, hey. Gotta do what you gotta do. If you can handle it, go for it. (laughs) Um, Number four, Bruce Gardner. Now, this isn't a very common name. I've never heard of this guy before. Um, He was a pretty unsubstantial um, NHL player. Uh, He did actually turn out to be the player who scored the first goal in Columbus Blue Jackets history. Oh. So that's an interesting little nugget. Yep. But his tradition was he would dunk his stick in a toilet before... It said before every game, and then it went on to clarify. He would actually do it when he was in a slump. He asked his teammate. He was 1996. He was slumping. He was not playing well. He said, what should I do? His teammate suggested he dunk his stick in the toilet and give it a swirly to show it who's boss. Okay, so he took that to heart. Yeah. And And did it work? Do you know? Well, I'm going to say no because I don't know who Bruce Gardner is. Okay. But the fact that he even gave it a shot makes him a legend in my book. If anyone knows about this or has facts after he swirled his stick... Or if you are Bruce Gardner. Right? Let us know. Did it work? Because that is some weird superstition going on. That's some weird mojo. <laughs> uh, number three on my list is Michael Jordan. Okay. The GOAT. The GOAT. There's Sometimes it just feels too easy. Like I don't put... Michael Jordan on any of my lists. I don't think I've put him on any list so far. Just I because like maybe one. I don't know. It's Anyways. just it's just too easy because he's obviously the best. Yep. But this one I thought was really interesting, so I went ahead. Um, Michael Jordan would wear his University of North Carolina shorts under his uniform for the Chicago Bulls every game. Hmm. They beat Georgetown in the 1982 NCAA championship. Okay. And ever since he thought they were good luck shorts, he would wear them under the uniform. And people actually believe that Michael Jordan is the reason that NBA players started wearing baggier shorts because a little bit before his time, you know, the they were shorter. They, they were short shorts. Yeah. Tiny shorts. And then as you, know, you get into the late 90s, early 2000s. They're becoming longer. Way baggier. Yeah. People believe that was originally because he had them custom made to make sure that his Tar Heel shorts wouldn't hang outside mm. of the Chicago Bulls shorts. Okay. Yeah. Number two, Jason Giambi would wear a gold thong to help bust out of a slump. I did read that one. And, <laughs> and that I, one made me laugh. Yeah, and I put it in there because I was like, okay, what that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. How would that work? Um, but he said... You know, you're wearing a, a thong, you're uncomfortable, so when you're in a hitting slump and you go up to bat, you're not thinking, is my stance right? Are my feet in the right place? Are my hands in the right place? No, you're thinking, I am super uncomfortable right now because I'm <laughs> wearing a thong. And I thought, that is actually brilliant. It helps you get out of your own head. Yeah, all, all you're thinking about is the gold thong. 
it had allegedly had a, a flame line waistband, and he also allegedly shared it with his teammates. Oh, that's attractive right there. I'm sure they washed it. Still. <laughs> that, no. Just no. <laughs> well, after you hear my number one, you will probably think that's the most sanitary thing you've ever heard. Okay. Because I, number one, and I know you saw it when you were doing your research too, yeah. so I think you know what's coming. Number one, Leota Machida, UFC fighter, drinks his own urine every morning. That's just nasty. He believes it helps flush his system and is healthy for you. And he had a 16 and 8 mixed martial art career record. So, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, I know. Eight wins above 500. I know, I, I know. What's the what's the first thing you think of when you when you hear that? Just nasty. Oh, I was th- the first thing I thought of was dodgeball. Oh, no one, <laughs> no one makes me bleed my own blood. No. Oh. Necessary? Is it necessary for me to drink my own urine? Oh. Probably not. No, but it's sterile, and I like the taste. That's right. Okay. <laughs> I did a little bit more research because I was like, and. People who are in a pinch have drinking their own urine. Uh-huh. Somebody described it as like a warm, flat beer. Oh, gross. Although Leonardo Machida says it depends on what you ate before. Sometimes it's a little sweet. Sometimes it's a little salty. Oh. Oh, I don't even want to know. No. All right. No. Let's, let's change the subject on this now. You're a competitor on Survivor. <laughs> and they're like, you... To win this challenge and win the million dollars, you either have to drink a cup of your own urine or a cup of chew spit. What do you drink? Chew spit. What? That is psychotic. I would drink my own pee. No. <laughs> Ugh. I don't... It's just no. pee. It, it is sterile. It's yeah, it's sterile, but that, no. Chew causes, it, chew causes cancer. Either way, you're going to be peeing out. And then you drink it. Gross. Oh. Anyways, let's change on to a lighter subject, shall we? Yeah, let's, uh, let's move it along. So, coming back from that lighter note, or let's go on to a lighter note, I should say. We're going to go back to trivia. We'll go back to the trivia answer. Or question for you to answer. Okay. So again, the trivia question was: How many NBA championships did Michael Jordan win with the Bulls? That would be six. Okay, that is correct. Do you know the years? I don't. Okay. Not off the top of my head, so hit me with it. 1991. Yep. 1992. Yep. 1993. Yep. 1996. Yep. 97 and 98. So, this is another. This is a an urban legend which I love, and I I have a feeling might actually have some validity to it. Okay. After kind of hearing how Michael Jordan was, he was a huge gambler mm-hmm. and he loved to bet he was super competitive so the urban legend is that he so after he wins those three championships he retires and he goes and plays minor league baseball yeah rumor is that he was actually suspended that the NBA commissioner at the time David Stern said you are suspended but you're also 
the face of the league. So yeah. we want to suspend you in a very quiet way. So they're saying that he was actually suspended for gambling. Oh. And the, so during that time, you think? He, he, he just went to play minor league baseball as a cover for the fact that he was actually suspended for gambling. Okay. Because then he comes back to the NBA and wins three more titles. Makes sense. Do you know that he was also an MVP five times and a 14-time All-Star as well? That's why he's the GOAT. Right. The NBA GOAT. NBA GOAT. Yeah. There's a lot of GOATs. Yeah. Just check out the field out the back. Okay. So going on to what we're looking forward to. What are you looking forward to this week? I am looking forward to getting my body more acclimated to the time change. Okay. It's pretty crazy how much one hour throws you off. (laughs) It's going to start getting darker sooner. Yep. And so I'm actually very much looking forward to spending a lot more nights at home. Mm -hmm. It's one I want to try to save some money. Yep. Two, when we rearranged our living room to make room for our tree... And we moved our movie case. I realized how many movies we have, and how many we have not even taken out of the wrapper. Uh, we found, and I don't even know why I bought it, but I'm gonna watch it because I own it. Bought a Charlie's. This is about to be a really old sentence. <laughs> we bought a Charlie's Angels Blu-ray at Toys R Us, and I believe it was 2012. I honestly can't remember. I think it was one of our first. Black Friday shopping trips. Yeah. Yes. You know what? I believe I was at Toys R Us trying to find a PlayStation 3. I honestly can't remember. I remember us digging through the bins, but I don't remember the year. I just remember us digging through the bins and you said, Oh, I like Cameron Diaz. No, I drew Barrymore. Sorry, Drew Barrymore. Don't get it twisted. But that's when I was like, oh, okay, never knew that. But I remember going through the bins. Again, I don't remember what year, though. But anyway, that still has the wrapping on it. (laughs) A lot of our movies still have the wrappings on it. So it's like a present. Yeah, all over again. You unwrap it, and then you put it in, and you watch it. And then it goes back on the shelf for another five years. (laughs) The minimum. Right, at minimum, thanks to streaming services. Yeah, it's kind of funny how streaming services make you super lazy. Yeah. Because there's stuff like, ugh, I wish that was streaming. And it's like, well, you have it on DVD or you have it on Blu-ray right over there. Like, yeah. But I don't want to put it in. I'll just watch something else. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's what I'm looking forward to. I'm okay. looking forward to cold, bitter nights that I am shielded from in my warm house. Yep. And movies I should have watched five years ago. (laughs) What about you? I am looking forward to taking the boys to go see the big man. We're doing that this weekend. Shaquille O'Neal. Yep. (laughs) No, we're doing uh, family festivities. We just thought it'd be fun. Get them in early. So I'm excited to do that. Friday we're going to do a little family night. Just enjoying that. That's a good one. That's what I should have said. <laughs> well, and then when we come home, we're watching a movie. That's true. I did say that. You did. And we're baking cookies. Yes. So you and I might watch Charlie's Angels after they go to bed, so that way they still have their movie time. That's true. You don't think 
David's a man of refined taste. You don't think he? <laughs> you don't think he'd be interested in Drew Barrymore? I don't know. Maybe he's more of a Lucy Lou man, probably. Maybe. And then this weekend, just I think we're also hanging out with friends, so that should be fun. Oh yeah, doing a little friendsgiving. Well. Yep, our first one. Yep. In a while, so that oh, should be fun. We're gonna go out to dinner too, right? Yeah, we're hitting it up this weekend. A little Texas Roadhouse action. Yeah. That's like upscale for our <laughs> for, for our, our area for our tax bracket is what I was gonna say. Oh, that too. It's like yeah. the, that's the classiest place that's where we can afford. <laughs> it's still good. It's still no, it's, enjoyable. It's great. There's nothing wrong with it. No. Yeah, that that's all I'm looking forward to really this week. Yep. Nice little calming week ahead though. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Speaking of the week ahead, we did want to go ahead and announce to everybody just to try to help with you being able to listen to our episodes and for us not trying to overbear you uh, over or bombard you bombard you with content and then trying constantly to think of ideas for segments and whatnot we've decided we're going to scale back a little bit we're just going to be doing one episode a week so if you are a religious listener first of all thank you yes second of all sorry that <laughs> there's not going to be an episode coming out friday it'll be another week before we drop a new episode but if you don't like that, if you say, hey, give me that content, <laughs> what you have to do is you have to tell all your friends and all your friends' friends and all your acquaintances and even your enemies. You keep your friends close. You keep your enemies closer. <laughs> you make sure that they're listening to the Four Seasons podcast. Spread the word. We need a ton more interaction, I feel like, on yeah. our on our posts. We appreciate everybody who's given us a shot and listened to us and the people who tell us they listen and they like what they hear. But we we want to... We want to keep this going for the long haul. We want to grow our audience. And we want good feedback. And we want to we wanna know how to make our show better. And the only way to do that is to get as many people listening to it as possible. So yeah. for the time being, one show a week now. That we will be recording Mondays and releasing Tuesdays, so you may look forward to that. Yep. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher. Well, what else? What am I missing? CastBox, iHeartRadio. I believe that's it. Okay. Right now. Yeah. So, please. Uh, find us on social media as well. Again, yeah. Facebook at The Four Seasons Podcast. Instagram, the Four Seasons Podcast, Twitter, the Four Seasons Pod C, and then of course email at the Four Seasons Pod at gmail.com. Alright, and I think that is going to be it. Oh, although I did get a suggestion about a sign off for us, so oh. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give that a shot. Go for it. Alright, well from the Four Seasons Podcast, my name is Mike Oliver. And I'm Rachel Oliver. Enjoy the rest of your days.